welcome back to my best friends and engineer. I'm Lexi. And I'm Libby. And today we're going to do an episode all about work travel. So we both recently traveled for work. We have some experiences that we want to share with you guys and then also some tips. Um, but before we get into it, how's it going, Lexi? I feel like I haven't talked to you in so long. It's been good. So like you mentioned, we have both been traveling. So this past week I was in New Jersey from Monday through Thursday um, and I was on an audit trip. So that was, yeah, it was fun. It was draining though. It was completely draining. So I'll go into detail about it later about like what auditing is, but I was like, oh my God. So today I literally just chilled. I just like unpacking everything. But yeah, yeah, and now I have to catch up on all my real work because they kind of like let me in on the audit trip because I told them I was interesting in aud- in audited- mm-hmm. auditing. So yeah, but busy. I- oh, went to Boston last weekend. Oh but yeah, was- I saw that for St. Patrick's Day. Yes, everyone is so mean there. Mean really? I don't know if you've ever like, been just to- sassy yes. or I don't- so sassy. Oh my god, I was oh like. My gosh. It was fun because it was our like our group was fun, but mm-hmm. we have very good stories to tell of like it was Ooh. just crazy. I was like, oh my god, such an attitude, such an attitude from everyone. <laughs> I was like, just chilling, and you know me because I'm like not confrontational at all. So yeah. I was just like very like okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's did okay. you guys hit up hit up the town? Any fun bars you go to, or was it mostly like you guys just had a friend group that you were with? We, yeah, we did some tourist stuff. We did like a little trolley nice. around the city, but it's pretty small. It's smaller than I thought it would be. Um, and then, yeah, we did try to hit some of the pubs because I feel like they're very cute, like old, you know, old looking, old themed. Yeah. Yeah. And they wouldn't serve us because we had out of state IDs. They're like, these are fake. And I was Wait, like, seriously? I have my boarding pass right here. Yeah. I was like, oh okay, gosh. I completely understand. It's probably, yeah. Because it was like St. Patrick's Day and I'm like, I know that it's big yeah. there. So... I was like, okay, totally fine. But I was like, okay, if I showed you my boarding pass, like, will you believe that this is literally me from coming from Chicago? And the right. guy like kind of was like, uh, but he's like, oh, but it's a rule. I was like, okay. Um, it's so a yeah, rule? that so was, they have that a rule was that They can't, they don't serve people with out of state IDs. I think it was just that bar. I think we just unfortunately oh. picked one. It was like right next to the hotel yeah. too. Cause it was like the first one we went to. I was like, all right, going yeah. on a good start. Um, oh. but what else? I mean, the food was really good. We went to Little Italy for dinner one day. Um, Yum. What else did we do? We did Southie um, on Sunday. What's so I that? saw some friends from Miami, actually. So it's like a different part. It's not near the downtown area, but it's like, it kind of feels like a college town. I feel like people who Ooh. are from Boston listening to this are probably like, oh my God, that's so wrong. <laughs> but um, so I knew people from Miami there. So that was honestly the most fun just because everyone was nice and like we saw the parade. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, it was just like, everyone was just so sassy. I was like, okay. Cause it's like, I feel oh like in gosh. the Midwest, you walk around, you like, people are willing to talk Definitely. to you and like, I don't know. And just be like, oh, hello. How are you? Like, yeah, you know, the nicest Everybody's people we met like, there hospitable. were literally, yes. The nicest people we met there were literally from Ireland and the UK, which there were a good amount. So wow. that was very interesting, but, um, I loved the accents we yeah. had some good friends. I was just like, please keep talking. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was honestly very surprised. Like a lot of people from the UK and just Ireland. I was like, what are you doing here? Same yeah. thing we were doing there, I guess. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. But, um, so now. So yeah. So a lot of travel. And now you're just chilling, having a weekend just to catch up and lay low. Yes. We, we cleaned. We deep cleaned today. We unpacked finally. Spring cleaning. So. <laughs> love love to see it. Spring cleaning. Almost. It snowed today. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it so snowed sad. up in Wisconsin, but... <laughs> yeah. But I feel like week? we got our little... I feel like we got our little, like, uh, tease of summer. We had a couple days here that were, like, 60, 70, and now it snowed again. So, of course. Perfect. Um, but my week was good. We recently just finished the show Inventing Anna. Have you heard of it or seen it? Oh my god, have I heard of it? I love it. <laughs> Did you watch it? Did you finish it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I what do you think it. about it? Oh, we binged it too. Um, I thought... I was just intrigued. I loved it. I, like, I was shocked. Who knows how true it is? 
Yeah. yeah. Who knows how true, you know, because they try to make it more entertaining. But I loved yeah. it. I was like, oh, my God. I wish. I don't. I don't. Actually, I don't wish to be like her. But I'm just saying, like, she <laughs> was just. She could get anyone to do anything that she wanted. Well, like, and they I never questioned it. I was so shocked it. that they never questioned it. Like, I, I cannot believe. And I, and you, you are right. Like, in the beginning of every episode, it says, like, uh, this story is completely true except for all the parts that are made up. I loved that they put that in the beginning of every, every episode. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand how these people, like, just kept just just helping her or, like, working with her. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I know. Maybe that's just the culture, but I was shocked. Yeah. No, so I, like, I would think if someone told me what she said, I'd be like, girl, stop. Like, I don't yeah. know who, oh, what the character's name was that did it really well. Um, she worked at the hotel. It was, like, her closest friend. She, I feel like she oh, kind of put uh, her in her place. Was her name... Oh, that's going to bother me now. But I know exactly who you're talking about. I don't remember what her name is, though. Yeah. Ness- Nessie? Yeah. I- Maybe? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I feel like she put her in her place. Like, she would, like, in my head, I'd respond. And, yeah. like, she would respond things that I'd, like, respond. I was like, thank God, finally, someone. <laughs> but Well, um, I don't understand yeah, how, was- like, all the people that were working with her who would require, like, a deposit, and she just kept being like, Oh, it'll be there Monday. Oh, it'll be there Friday. Like, oh, it'll, it's coming. Oh, international banking. Like, I don't under, like, at some point, when are you like, I'm, I can't work with you until I get, the, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I right. don't know how people just kept working with her. Yeah, I don't know. But also, like, I'm a pushover myself. So, like, I get it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay, fine. I totally see that side. But yeah, no, that was crazy. But um, so now I'm starting to watch we- Bridgerton. Oh, we have not watched Bridgerton. I tried to get into it a little bit, but I feel like I watched the first episode and I couldn't, like, get into it for some reason. Yeah, it takes a little bit. I feel like it's a classic romance, but the second season came out today. Or yesterday, so I'm so excited. So, we'll indulge. I know. I I am so bad at shows. Um, My friend Rachel was the one who suggested um, Inventing Anna, and I was like, no, I can't watch it, I can't watch it. And then I I was watching Euphoria, and I was like... Oh, you can't watch it. Because every time I get into a show that I, like, really like or, like, always ends on a cliffhanger or whatever, I have no self-control. I, like, it will be three in the morning on a Wednesday. Like, I have to work the next day. And I'm like, next episode. So I, like, have to be careful with what I decide to watch and when. Because I'm like, I know that if I like it, I'm going to get sucked in and I'm not going to be able to stop. So we'll see what I watch next. Yes, I completely agree. I'm the same way. I don't want to indulge in any shows, but I'm like... Okay, this is good to like watch on the treadmill while I work out. Maybe I don't know. Right. But again, I just yeah. laid in, laid in bed and watched four episodes in a row. So I'm like, yeah. How good is that? I was. I need to. I need to Pavlov my way into like watching Netflix only when I'm working out or something. <laughs> yeah. But. yeah. So that's all we did, and um, nothing else. I feel like this is kind of. I don't know, like a boring time of the year, you know, like there's not really any, too many holidays going on. I mean, I guess St. Patrick's Day and like Easter's coming up, but I feel like I've just been against the work grind and that's pretty much all I've got for an update. Yeah, it's busy season, right? It's busy season. Yeah. So how's it going? How are we feeling? (laughs) It's going well. Um, There are definitely every day something new, um, but... Like, so far, it's it's really not bad. My boss called me the other day, and he was like, Libby, you haven't called me freaking out in three days. Like, are you okay? What's going on? And I just laughed, and I was like, everything is good. Like, that's a good thing. That means I'm handling it. <laughs> but I think everyone else is just, like, so stressed out, like all the other project managers with their jo- their projects. So he was probably like, okay, I don't know if this is a bad thing or a good thing that you haven't freaked out yet. I'm like, I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> Good. Are the other project managers like your age? Were you all hired in like a class? No, no. So, um, and it's so funny because when I first got hired, everybody in my group was like, oh, I'm so surprised that they hired someone right out of college. Like I got a lot of those comments. Everybody like has kids or like their kids are in college. So very, Oh wow. like I, I think the next youngest person in my, in my project management group is like my mentor slash boss who... Uh, he's got three kids who are all like under the age of three. It's crazy. And I think he's like mid thirties. So. Okay. Every time I think of your boss, I think of your comment of you saying that he's building an army. 
That's what I think about every time. I know. Literally, I hate myself. When he's like, oh, yeah, I don't know if you heard, but my wife and I are pregnant with our third. I was like, oh, man, you're building an army over there. Like, why would I say that? Oh, my God. But, yes. So awkward. (laughs) Letting Um, the intrusive thoughts win. uh, Always. Um, Should, let's, uh, let's transition a little bit into... Um, starting off the topics for our episode, but before we do that, should we uh, read off our, some reviews that we've gotten recently? Yes, definitely. So I can start with one of the Apple Podcast reviews that we got. So just a back back story of this: uh, go leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and once we get a hundred reviews, we're gonna give away a hundred dollar Visa gift card for whatever mm-hmm. you want to indulge in. Money, money, um, money. So you can buy whatever you want, but because um, we were thinking steel-toed <laughs> boots, like that'd be cute. But some people don't mm-hmm. use them in engineering, so we're gonna give you guys full yeah. reign. But um, yeah. so this person said, <laughs> this person said, love this podcast. Not even an engineer, but I am a woman in STEM and I'm obsessed. Love to hear you ladies talk about literally anything. Perfect. Aww. I hope you enjoy us talking about inventing Anna <laughs> today <Yeah>. in Netflix. <laughs> I love that. Um, This person uh, left a review on our Google form. And for those who don't know, um, we have a Google form for you guys to enter the giveaway. And it'll be in the show notes. And it's also in the link in our bio. So check that out. But this person left. Definitely would love to hear an episode about workwear and looking cute at work because this is something I've, I've struggled with since starting to intern. I love wearing cute outfits and wearing bright colors and doing my hair, but I'm so nervous to stick out in an office full of dudes wearing the same boring browns, blues, blacks, and whites, and also how and where to find cute and affordable PPE. I love the pod so much that I literally binged all the episodes in two days. Keep doing what you guys are doing because it's been so helpful and confidence boosting for me. Love you guys. Um... I love that, and you guys know that we could talk forever about cute clothes and where to find them and how to wear them at work, so stay tuned for more on that. Oh, yes, and we'll talk about workwear with travel today, so that'll be good. We'll touch on that. (laughs) I think that's a great um, way to transition into today's episode, so I think we have a little bit of an outline of what we want to cover for um, the topic of traveling for work. But we figured it might be best to just give an overview or description of like what we each do when we travel for work um, because it's uh, it's a, both a little bit different. So, Lexi, since you just got back from a work trip, why don't you go ahead and get started and kind of share with us what you do? Yes. Okay, so I'll talk about the most recent work trip. Um, so that actually was not related to my position at all. So I am in validation. Um which does require some travel, so I'll talk about that after. But this trip was strictly an audit trip. Um, so this one is kind of like I had my yearly review and my boss was like, oh, what you know, departments or divisions would you be interested in? And I don't know why, but I'm really interesting, interested in auditing. I think it'd be so fun. Um, obviously, you need a lot of experience. So I feel like I was very overwhelmed in the beginning because I yeah. you know, have coming up on two years now. Um, but like it was crazy, like sitting there and just going through these documents, like documents of this vendor, and just asking them questions, like why they did this, why they did that, and I'm like, oh my god, they have PhDs, like it was crazy, Jeez. it was just so overwhelming, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. Like the the senior auditor I was with, she's great. I learned so much, and I'm so so grateful for that opportunity. So I mean, it's just like so demanding though, because she was saying how she's going yeah. to Mexico tomorrow, like Sunday morning. Um, and then after like next week, she's going to France, like she does three audits in one week. So we did two actually, because the facilities were close to each other. Um, so for those types of trips, basically, you know, you go through all the documentation, you have different, um, like subjects you want to focus on and you look at their documentation regarding those topics. Um, and then you just go through it and you just make sure everything's up to date. So it's, it's just a lot of like literally nine hours straight we did not stop Mm -hmm. looking at documentation it was crazy i was like oh my gosh (laughs) um so yeah and you know when i when i think of you know auditors i think of the wolf of wall street like auditing scene where they made the room really like cold and they kept bringing binders that's the i mean 
I'm not saying like the vendor made the room really cold or anything, but yeah. it literally was just stacks and stacks of binders. Like I would like request something and they'd like, like sigh a little bit. And I'm like, I'm, you know, I can't Aww. say I'm sorry, but like in my head, I was sorry. like, oh God. <laughs> yeah. So it was like also learning that fine line of trying to be, you know, straightforward with also being like, I feel like I'm a little bit of a pushover and just too nice in general. I don't know. I just feel like I overthink yeah. everything. I'm like, oh, I hope I didn't make him sad. So it was very yeah. interesting, like finding that, you know, line in between like that senior auditor. She, I was asking for feedback after the first day and she's like, you don't have to say excuse me or like wait for them to stop talking, ask questions. You could just ask them. I was like, oh, okay, I'll get there. <laughs> I was like, I'll get there. But, um, <laughs> So yeah, that was this most recent trip, um, which differs significantly from like a validation trip. So for that, um, I actually have one coming up next week. So we're going to a new facility and just looking at all of their, um, you know, their manufacturing floor, looking at all the machines they have, um, Mm -hmm. looking at their processes and just trying to understand everything. So on these types of trips, um, we look at the documentation that they have currently we just make sure it's up to date. And then I take a bunch of pictures of like all the machines so that if I do have to do drafting remotely, I know what the machine is. Um, and then what else? And then sometimes they want execution help, but I feel like, so execution is like actually like taking the samples or running the process or something. Um, but I think they have operators for that usually per site. Okay. So it's kind of just like getting the bearings of the site usually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for that uh, was... going back to um, uh, why am I drawing a blank? Going back to auditing. Oh my gosh, that you talk about in the first time. Um, would you ever consider like a career change into doing auditing like that after this experience? So, so my boss asked me that actually when I got back. Um, I love auditing. I I just it was draining. Like it was. I yeah. was so tired. I told them, I said I would love to help out with auditing here and there when they need it because they they need some resources. I mean, auditing, it's just such a high turnaround because people can't keep up with this traveling somewhere new every every week. It's just insane. I admire them. I was telling her, I was like, I can't believe you do this every week. Yeah. Um, I think I would, I wouldn't completely switch to auditing unless I was able to do less travel. Um, But I think Mm -hmm. definitely I'm going to try and like help out where I can. So that's kind of what my yeah. boss does too. When they need someone, he's there um, just because he has experience with that. So, but the thing is like how, I'm like wondering how, you know, to be good at auditing, you have to do it. It's like something where mm-hmm. you can prepare all you want, but then you come into something and you have to like figure out a solution right away. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well, are they going to even want me to keep going if I don't consistently audit with them? So that's like something I'm con- like questioning, but I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. That's pretty cool that you're so right now, like, talked about it with you and you were like oh this is something I'm interested in they're like oh, okay like we have this project that you can come like kind of shadow it sounds like I know yeah it was literally such a fast turnaround too it was like two months after our yeah. conversation which I feel like in a large company it kind of takes a few months like not two mm-hmm. so yeah so I was super grateful for that but yeah right now not a complete career change for sure but mm-hmm. I don't know definitely would want to do it more in the future. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. How about you? Well, so when you go on your Florida trips, yeah, tell us all about um, it. <laughs> so um, when I go to work trips for my current role, um, they are typically during an outage. Um, so the project is in the execution phase. And sometimes, um, I think before COVID, a lot of times project managers would go um, in the bidding phase. So when a bunch of um, like different companies are learning from the client what they're looking for before they quote the work, um, you go to a power plant to like ask questions in person and like walk down the plant and see what the layout looks like and take pictures. But I, I haven't actually done one of those uh, visits yet. So, um, the, I have had three work trips so far working in my position in the past two years and they have always been in the execution phase. And basically we go for like one to two days on site. And when I say on site, it's basically the power plant that is, has come offline and we're doing the inspection and refurbishment work at. 
And um, really these uh, trips are pretty cool because they're essentially just like a touch point um, for the customer and myself to like interface with each other and meet each other. Um, so not too much like actual technical work being done, um, at least in my experiences so far. Like sometimes I've heard from other project managers, they like go and they might discover something crazy while they're on site. And then they're like working tirelessly with the customer to like propose solutions. But um, like the one that I just did when we went to Florida, we just were literally like looking at the stuff that had been disassembled. Okay, looks good. Take some pictures, send it back to the people in Milwaukee. Be like, this is what you should expect when the stuff comes off the truck, when we ship it from the, the power plant to our shop in Milwaukee. And, um, yeah, that, that's pretty much the gist of like an overview of what I do on work trips. And we typically go in the mornings, we have to attend the, um, safety training, uh, before we can enter the site. We'll get there around like 7.30ish. Um, our site technical advisor people will have like a, a trailer on the turbine deck where they have just like a little desk and work area. So we'll go drop our stuff off in there, maybe do a walk down of the power plant, talk with the customer, see if they have anything that they want us to specifically look at. And then we kind of spend the day going back and forth between like trying to quickly get work done on our laptops in the trailer with the technical advisor and like talking with him and seeing how things are going. And then like the other half of the time is spent like walking down the power plant. So yeah, that's kind of a gist, the gist of what I'm doing when I travel for work. Very fun. So you mentioned there are some PMs that go and they kind of quote these projects. Would mm-hmm. that be something you're ever interested in? Because that kind of brings in like a lot of like the business side of things. Yeah, so it kind of depends customer to customer. I think with like, I think before COVID, that was a lot more the normal where the PM would go and be there during the, the bidding phase with like everybody else. But a lot of times now, if it's a big outage, they just send us an RFP request for proposal. And so I, I haven't heard of like too many people doing that for a lot of customers. Like I think maybe a lot of times we're quoting in like the summertime, early fall. And I think this past fall, we only had one person go to one of those pre-bid meetings. So I think it just kind of depends. But yeah, I haven't been on one of those yet, but maybe in the future. Very exciting. Um, We should probably talk about frequency of travel too. Like how often do you think you have to go to these clients? And like, is it a repeat client or... Um, so each out for me personally, each outage season, we have different clients. So typically, um, I'm really only able to get one site visit in per outage season. So we have our outage seasons are spring and fall. So I will do one trip in the spring and one trip in the fall. Um, and yeah, the, the relationship between the customer and my customer and I really only lasts like the duration of the project. So, you know, the one I'm, the big one I'm currently doing is three months. Um, but what about you? What is the, I feel like you travel more than I do for work. Um, so with auditing, that's every week. That's somewhere new every that's week, crazy. which is crazy. Just because yeah. I know. I, I admire them so much. Like she was like, oh, I'm going to Mexico on Sunday and then I'm going to France. And then I have, oh, we have a yeah. Spain one. That's fun. Like, I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. But like, you know, at the same time, you're just so tired. You don't even have time to like enjoy like the country. Yeah. you know um unless you like take an extra day or like go on the weekend but so that one every day it's like somewhere new like that's auditing validation i think we've been working with a lot of you know newer sites so it's more Mm -hmm. common now and i feel like they're everyone is like oh my god we need help we need help like production will stop if we don't get this validated so it's definitely more often i would say like every few months like every three or four months like flying out somewhere but then again like I was on the site that was like 45 minute drive like every single day Mm -hmm. for me like running the project so so plane wise I feel like every few months not too crazy Mm -hmm. but and um what was it like for you when you did your first work trip like the logistics I think we touched on an earlier episode like 
problems with getting a rental car and stuff, but, like, what was that like for you very first time? Because I feel like I felt so nervous to, like, book travel. Yeah. So I'll talk about my current company because I traveled a little bit with my first company, but I think I already told that first story. Mm -hmm. Um, So for this trip, we were going to New Jersey and then Connecticut. Um, And I booked, we have a travel department, so she helped me book. I like, you know, booked the whole trip. I emailed her what I needed. Um, I also got my coworker, um, got his stuff all set too. Um, So we get there and it was so interesting because my coworker had never, you know, rented a car before. So he's like, yeah. oh, you got, you take care of the rental because, you know, and he is like a few years older than me. So it's just, you know, funny to think about because usually I feel like yeah. it's a more senior member needs to book everything. And like, so, um, so I get there, we get the rental car. I remember it took so long. Um, mm. We flew into Newark. Of course, it's like scary, scary, busy airport. Huge uh, rental airport, car, then yeah. we drove, yeah, um, and then we drove, I think it was like an hour to the hotel, um, and then I just like had the rental keys, so I felt bad though, because, um, you know, if he wanted to go get food, like I was like, oh, you can have the keys or whatever, he just, yeah. he just ordered food, so logistics wise, I did everything through the travel department, um, and now, like, we have a portal where your company credit card is hooked up, so you can just literally pick everything on your own, so I don't have to email anyone. Oh, so that's nice. what I did for this past one. But the first time, I was just so confused. And then we were, like, driving by New York on the way back to the airport at the end of the trip, and, like, the GPS just wasn't working. I took a right, and I'm, like, in New York, New York City, like, with a rental oh, car God. that my company paid for, like, thinking I'm going to crash. It's terrifying. Oh, my God. This was just... <laughs> Yeah, that was, like, not very fun. But, um, yeah, so then we drove from, like, the New, uh, New Jersey site to Connecticut. So it was kind of a significant okay. drive. It was, like, three hours. Um, wow. So that was kind of, yeah. But, um, yeah, and then did a hotel and just lived the life in Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> there was no food around. It was, it was so fun to figure out. Yeah, so when you, but, you, when you go to these places, is it kind of more, like, in the middle of nowhere or... Is it like near cities or does it, it just depends? Um, so it depends. The Connecticut one, nothing. There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. It was like the Panera was like 45 minutes away. I was like, okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was like Oxford again. I felt like I was back yeah. in school. Um, the New Jersey one, one of the New Jersey sites is actually really close to the boardwalk, which was nice. Um then the last one that I went this past week, it was like, again, middle of nowhere. Like I was talking to the front desk yeah. guy and he's like, yeah, I'm surprised like you're here. It's like, me too. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but, but how about you? How does that work for your company? Yeah. So we have a, I think you were saying you guys maybe switched over to a portal. Um, we kind of have a similar thing where on our homepage, like you can go into the travel section and, and we use this site, it's called Concur. Um, but so oh, same. We, oh, Concur. Oh, Concur Twins. <laughs> Love it. So um, we, um, like I have always been just, if you need to go on a trip, basically the, the steps are that you tell your manager, hey, I'm going to go on this trip. These are the days. Is that okay with you? They just are like, yeah, thanks for telling me. And then you go on Concur and you book um, what airport you want to fly out of and fly into um, what hotel you want to get and what, um, like if you want to get a rental car. So a lot of times on these trips, I have gone with account managers and account managers in our company are basically like the number one, like customer relationship person. Like they always have the same customer, like their job is kind of just to like keep the customer happy. So if project managers travel to sites, a lot of times they'll come with just to like kind of show their face too. Um, so Mm -hmm. I will usually let the account manager like take the lead and like be like, okay, I'm thinking about like doing a trip. Did you want to come with me? What days work for you? And then I'll let them kind of like book their travel arrangements. And then I will use that as a guide for me. So like if they're at a certain hotel, I'll try to get the same hotel. Like I'll look at their travel plans because they'll usually send out the itinerary and I'll see like what hotel, uh, like, um, airport they're flying into, whatever. So 
Um, I have always been able to get into the same hotel as my account manager, except for this past trip where I went to Florida. And I was like your coworker with the, um, um, with the rental car. Like I never got a rental car because I was just scared because I've never done it before. And I mm-hmm. just, I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. So I've always just been like, oh, like let's all carpool so that only one person has a mm-hmm. rental car. But this past time that I went to Florida, the account manager's hotel was sold out when I went to book my travel arrangements. So I had to stay at a different hotel and get my own car and that was just again on Concur, and um, it was a little bit dicey. Like I was a little bit nervous because I've never done a rental car before. But basically, I had flown into this. Luckily, I had flown into this airport before and gone. We use Hertz, so we had. I had gone mm-hmm. to like the Hertz station before with the account manager last time we came to Florida, which was like a year ago. So I kind of like knew what to do, but I think if I was at a new airport, that would have been really like giving me, giving me so much anxiety because I wouldn't know what to do. But anyway, at this airport, you had to get onto a shuttle bus, which would take you to the Hertz like rental car place. So you have to ask or just like make sure you're reading the little like flashing light sign on the buses when they're driving by, make sure you get on the right bus. And then I just went into the Hertz thing, or I got off the bus and they were like, are you a gold member? And I was like, I have never rented a car before. Can you just tell me where to go? <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh, you're such a newbie. I'm um, going to this building. So I just pretty much my only advice that I can give on that is ask a lot of questions because a lot of times the people like that's their job is to help you. So I was just asking all these people like, oh, is this the line I'm supposed to get in? Or like asking the people in front of me like, hey, are, are you getting a rental car too? So lots of questions at first and then Dropping it off was also awkward at the end of the trip because I, like, didn't know where I was supposed to go. And I, but, again, I was just asking a lot of questions. So yeah. it can be definitely nerve-wracking at first to, like, book your first travel if you've never done it before. Yeah, definitely. Especially, like, if you're traveling with people. I always get nervous about, like, yeah. making sure it's the same one. So I double-check, tri- like, three times. But it's funny because we yeah. also use Hertz. Um, and another story. So... So I, again, always, like, with my family on trips, we would go to the counter, and then we talk to them. Yeah. So on this audit trip with the senior auditor, she obviously is, you know, the more senior member, so she booked the car. And she's, like, a President's Club member because she travels so much. Oh. So she literally just, like, looked to make sure her name was, like, on a board, and then she, like, walked to the car. I was like, oh, my God, that was, like, two seconds. I was like, oh, do we have to check in? She's like, no, no, no. Yeah, so it's like so many per. It was yeah, and then we went to like the United Club too in the airport because we had so much time because our flight got delayed. Also, one thing I wanted to ask: what is your usual like flight times? Do you guys like fly out outside of business hours, or are you able to oh, fly like question. during the morning? Um, it just kind of depends. So for this, per it, it we don't have like a set or anything but for this particular Florida trip that I did a couple weeks ago I left the my flight flew out I think at like 8 a.m from Milwaukee and then landed at 4 p.m in Florida which ended up working out because we had a scheduled dinner that night so um a lot of times on travel days we won't do anything we might have like a dinner scheduled with the customer or like just with our own internal employees who are gonna go on the trip but um yeah, we travel during work hours. What about you? So we do usually as well. Like uh, this one for the auto trip, we flew out like 10 a.m. But the one I'm going to Pennsylvania, we fly out at like 8.30. Um, mm-hmm. But then at the end of the audit, we fly out like 5.30 p.m. So I get I got home and the flight got delayed so much too. Oh. So I got home at like 10. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, but then we're having a training in... Wisconsin actually so we're getting like people from the east coast to come to that and it's like they have to be there Monday morning so they have to fly out Sunday night so I bet that's a little frustrating for them yeah but yeah um yeah usually it's during business hours and again like that first day we don't do anything like we don't go on site um actually for the Pennsylvania one though we land at like 11 maybe so I think we'll probably spend the afternoon on site I don't know I have no idea. (laughs) That was, like, a really last-minute trip that got added, like, two days ago, so... Okay. (laughs) I'll fill you in later. (laughs) We'll have to... We'll have to hear the update, but, um, I like what you said about the, uh, Hertz President's Club. I don't have any Mm -hmm. experience with this, but I feel like 
we, there's like also the whole side of things that we pro- we are barely touching on, which is like the the perks that you can get from traveling from work, whether that be like flight um, points on your like if you fly a particular airline over and over again, racking up the points, or like rental car points, or if you have a travel credit card, like. I don't really know too much about that. Like that's, I need to like learn more about that because I know it, once you are getting those points and those perks, you can save them up and use them for like personal travel and stuff. But I don't know if you have any like experience or like expertise to share on that. Yeah. So for my first job, my first role, I expensed everything on my own credit card. So I got so many points. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Ooh, um, I mean, yeah. it was a little... I mean, the downside was I wouldn't get it back till two months, three months later, just because of how the oh. you know expense, like how how it worked. But um, again, if I was getting those points, I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for this t- like for this company, um, we fly United, and I usually fly Southwest. Okay. And so I, and she was telling me this week, she's like, get a United number. So I'm gonna try and I have to look into that because I'm wondering yeah. how you can apply it to your profile on Concur. So, um, okay. but other than that, I use my company card. Usually when I, whenever I go travel, we get $50 for, um, food a day. Mm-hmm. And, and usually when we're on site, they provide lunch and like yeah. the hotels have free breakfast. So, so I, $50 sounds like a lot. And then you're like trying to get three meals out of it and you're like, Oh my God, this is yeah. actually not that much. Dang. So it's it's I, nice when they provide lunch and like you have the breakfast at the hotel and everything. Right. I think we have a we have a I think we need to keep each meal under $20 and if you have a meal that's over $20 like that's fine but you just need to have an explanation or something like maybe it was like the only place you could go but a lot of times when I said like the account managers are like joining us on our trips and they have a way higher limit than the project managers do. So they typically will just pick up the bill every time. And like my boss is always like, if you go with an account manager, make sure they're getting the bill because we don't have like as high of a limit. But that's another whole thing, totally dependent on your company policy and like what is allowed when you travel that you might not think about before going on a work trip. Definitely. Yeah, I have some friends at Deloitte, and I know that their allowance is like $80 a day for Oh, food, yeah. Which is so Definitely. nice. <laughs> but, yeah. so you actually mentioned one thing about your logistics. So you t- you mentioned how you kind of ask your boss when you can go on these trips and everything. So mm-hmm. do you usually not travel with him, or does it depend no, kind of on so, the project? Yeah, it's just dependent on the project, and with each project manager, you're just... I mean, you are given the project, kind of how we have talked about in previous episodes, but like you are the owner of the project. So like you can kind of do whatever you want, like with, with it, you, some project managers don't always travel to site. Um, I like to just because I am still in the, I feel like learning phase. So if I can get like a more senior person to travel with me, Um, from a different department so a lot of times like one of our specific technical service engineers will be interested in coming to the site or like meeting the customer so I'll kind of like let the project team know like all the like key stakeholders who maybe have a hand in the project be like hey just you guys know we're we're booking travel if anyone wants to come with um so yeah you we don't like need permission from our boss but just we, we let him know so that he, he has, like, a master calendar for everybody. So he knows, like, oh, probably can't get in touch with Libby during the day because she'll be traveling or, like, be on a site these days or whatever. Nice. Very nice. So um, let's get into a juicy topic, travel outfits, because I have an embarrassing story about the first time I traveled and my outfit. So I want to hear from you. How did you know what to wear when you went on your very first work trip? Yes. Okay. So I think in general, I take a more professional, like I like to dress more professionally. Like even Mm -hmm. if I am able to wear jeans, I wear like business clothes. I don't know. I just, yeah. I guess you all my jeans have rips in it. So yeah, I'm like, all my jeans have rips in it. So we're just going to go with business pants. Um, yeah. So 
but again, like I talked about in that interview where I dressed up so fancy and I like no one was dressed up that fancy. Like you got to know where you're going to be. So again, I go on site and a lot of these people are dressed in jeans. They're on the manufacturing floor. So usually I just try to take closed toed shoes for sure. <laughs> if you're an engineer, closed toed shoes. Um, right. I take my flats, like my just slide ons. Um, and just, I, I like to layer is also one okay. thing because you don't know how cold it's going to be. That's kind of like a silly one, but I always take like a short sleeve, always get like a little cardigan um, or like a long sleeve too. Cause I feel like long sleeve is probably better for the production floor. Um, so I guess, yeah, I, you know, the first workshop I had, I just dressed really professionally and no one else was dressed that way, mm-hmm. but it was fine. Cause like I could, you know, I had my closed toed shoes. It wasn't like I was a nuisance. Like, oh, I can't go on, on the floor cause I'm wearing like a skirt or something. Um, and better and, like, to again, be dressed with up steel- than to be dressed down. True, exactly. I feel like if you're in coming from corporate too, it's like they want you to dress a little more nicer yeah. if you're going to visit the sites and everything. Um, but and then like in regards to steel-toed boots, like when you need to be on the production floor, I do not bring mine with, even though they're super light. I could, but they usually have like little slide-ons that you could just put on easily on your oh. own shoes. So. Oh, are those the like adapters that you can put on or whatever? I think we have some on our shop floor too for visitors yeah. that come. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, whenever you visit a site, they're going to provide you with all the PPE. Um, oh, that's nice. So, yeah, so I would say, I mean, that's kind of how I just handled it. I closer choose pants, long sleeve, and then I, you know, I feel like I totally shouldn't wear as much jewelry as I do when I visit, but if they need me to take it off, I just take it off, but I'm like, yeah, ah, I like it, you know? So, so what do you um, wear on the airplane so yeah. though? Do you, do you wear business pants or jeans? Like, I feel like that's always an awkward situation or can be. Yeah. So this past Monday, I knew we weren't going to go on site. So I wore, again, this is like my first audit trip. I kind of wanted to dress a little nicer. So I wore jeans that just didn't have rips in it. Like I would wear them to the office okay. on like casual Fridays. Um, and then what shirt was I wearing? I was just wearing like a turtleneck, a white turtleneck sweater, um, with a jacket, but my, the senior auditor was wearing like yoga pants and just like comfy clothes. Okay. Cause like, obviously she's yeah. established. She doesn't need to like look nice or anything. Not saying she looks ugly or anything. Oh my gosh. I hope she doesn't hear this, <laughs> but, um, so yeah. And she was like wearing her gym shoes. I was just wearing like air force ones, like clothes toed shoes. Yeah. Um, so, but then on the way back I was, we came straight from the office. So I was in my work clothes. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, in general though, cause I usually travel with coworkers. I just, I probably would put on those nicer jeans and, nice or jeans. the business okay. pants, depending if we're gonna, yeah, if we're gonna go on site, then for sure wear like whatever I'll wear mm-hmm. on site. But yeah. How about you? So let's hear about this embarrassing story. Oh my God. Okay. So I, I have <laughs> my experience with travel prior to business trips has has been like growing up being an ice skater and going on like trips with the team to competition and we were always told what to wear and it was always yoga pants and then the team shirt so like we all looked the same so that our coach could like keep track of all 16 of these little ice skaters running around the airport and then (laughs) like so that's like my one like life experience with travel and then like my other experience with travel is like going on family trips where obviously like it doesn't matter what you wear like so probably like wearing yoga pants and maybe a big sweatshirt or something so I had never had like a a previous experience where I was traveling with someone that was senior to me or like that that like it was always just my family or my teammates with ice skating so on my very first work trip, luckily it was with my boss who is like my mentor also and he's super chill. He's the one that I said, oh, you're building an army with the three little kids. Um, <laughs> and he's he's so chill. He's super nice. But I so I showed up to the airport in um, legging or I think I wore yoga pants and just like a really big like um, – what is it called? Like the waffle pattern shirts. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like the waffle knit or whatever. Yeah. Like I don't, a really big. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Um, like a really big oversized long sleeve. One of those that was from Urban Outfitters or something. And I think I literally know the shirt you're ones. talking about. It's I, great. I really liked it when you wore it at school. Yeah. Yes. I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. It has, it has so, like the pattern on the side of the fabric. Yeah. So I <laughs> like. Cute. Whatever. It was comfy. And. 
my like the guy so I get to the airport first and I'm like sitting at the gate waiting and we were on the same flight so my mentor walks up and he's wearing like what he would wear to work which we don't have to dress up it's a pretty casual work environment like men pretty much wear jeans and a flannel and like when I'm on site I'll wear jeans and a nice sweater um or if it's hot like a collared shirt or something but so he shows up and he's wearing his steel-toed boots jeans and a flannel which I guess it's not that weird like what else is he gonna wear to travel on a plane but I just felt like very out of place for some reason because I felt like I looked super casual like compared to him which I, I would and because it was my first work trip I, like I didn't know if I was being disrespectful or not like like now I know him and I realize like it's no big deal but you know what I mean like this was the first mm. work trip was two weeks or two months into my job so I still like was getting to know people and so yeah, I had brought on that trip in my carry-on, I brought a pair of jeans, my steel-toed boots, and like a nice top to wear just in case because I was like, I want to be comfy on the plane, but I also don't know what the etiquette is. So I brought the outfit just in case. And then when we ended up getting to the airport, um, that like to the place that we were going, I ended up changing into jeans and I was like, oh, I just want to get out of my airport clothes. And he was like, oh, no problem. So he like waited for me by the bathroom while I changed. So I guess it wasn't that embarrassing, but I don't know. I just felt, like, out of place because I didn't know what to expect, and I was so used to just traveling so casually. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel like when you start a position and you do something, especially, like, like you said, it was, like, your first job out of school, like, your two months in. Yeah. I feel like we think it's so much worse. Like, I yeah. don't know. I just feel like we, we make it up in our heads that it's really not the, you know... Not as big as yeah. It was probably no big deal. It was probably no big deal, and um, I I remember being like feeling so bad. I was like, oh like wait, can you wait for me? I'm gonna go change real quick. Like I'm going to the bathroom. Can you just wait here? Like it was Mm -hmm. literally no big deal. But I just like you said, made it up in my head that it was this crazy embarrassing thing that I like wore the wrong thing to the airport. But now um, it depends on like kind of like what you said, what the day is gonna look like. Typically, it's just a travel day, so we're not going to the site. Um, and the last trip where I flew and I knew that a coworker was going to be on my flight, um, he showed up wearing joggers and like a t-shirt. So I felt way more comfortable. And I also had shown up wearing leggings, um, like nice Lulu leggings, all black, and then like a, just all black long sleeve. So it's not like it is flashy or anything or like, you know, inappropriate, but then this trip I felt way more comfortable because he was also wearing joggers so I was like oh perfect I fit in (laughs) yeah um so for that embarrassing story one were you going straight to site or were you guys going to the hotel I don't remember but I feel like we might have been going I feel like it might have been the type of thing kind of how you were saying earlier where our flight got in around noon and we did end up going to the power plant and that's why I also packed those clothes just in case because I didn't really know what our agenda was going to look like and because I didn't want to be like the girl that's like in the airport being like hold on let me open my suitcase and like exposing yeah everything in my suitcase to my coworker. so um yeah that's my tip I guess if you don't know what to expect if you have room in your carry-on bring another pair of a, a different outfit just in case if you're like feeling anxious about that yeah definitely Um, so I, I guess we kind of touched on it when we were talking about travel outfits, but we can probably go into it a little bit more like the, the professional aspect versus the social aspect when we're traveling. So obviously when you are on site with your coworkers, it's totally professional, but do you guys do any like team bonding or anything outside of the site visits? Um, yes. So My first time, like, on the Wisconsin site, my manager was actually there. So our team is very small. It's three of us total, including my manager. Mm -hmm. Um, So we literally just went to, like, a sandwich place and got lunch together because we were on site together. Um, So that was kind of like a team lunch. And then we did another one where we – oh, this wasn't travel, though. We did, like, a team little happy hour. But – Usually, Cute. like, when I traveled to New Jersey, <laughs> when I traveled to New Jersey with just my other coworker, not my manager, we did not eat dinner together. We kind of just, like, kept to ourselves because I feel like we're both 
I don't know. Like, we were fine. It wasn't weird or anything. We weren't like, okay, yeah. you know, hate you, won't, you know, don't no, eat dinner yeah. with you. I think we were just, you know, both tired. We we're like, okay, no big deal. Um, but for this audit trip, we, I only went with one other auditor and we got dinner every single night. <laughs> so that was fun. We tried all these different food places. But yeah, so I feel like other than that, social wise, we just, we just have the dinners. We kind of keep it mm-hmm. low key. But yeah. how about you guys? Um, yeah, kind of the same thing where, and the more I've traveled, the more I feel comfortable about doing this. I think on my first work trip, I brought very minimal clothes just because I didn't know what to expect. I think I only packed one outfit a day, like my outfit that I'd be wearing to site, which is fine. But now that I've kind of traveled more and kind of get know the routine, usually we will come back from the power plant around four or five, and then we will have dinner a planned dinner around six or seven. So now I will bring another outfit to go to dinner just because after being in the power plant all day, you're like, feel gross and sweaty. And so come back, shower, I put on a different outfit. And this is where I personally have, I feel comfortable with the people I work with to wear like what my typical style is outside of work. So like sometimes that might be, I'll wear like the jeans with holes in them like straight leg cute like Abercrombie jeans with holes in them and then like a cute sweater so um or like a cute tank top so I always make sure that like I don't have like any cleavage obviously or like there's not any rips up by my butt or something but like I will let my like personality show a little bit more in the clothes that like if we're doing something social um but have you ever I I I want to see if you have ever traveled with guys and this has happened to you because I am always traveling with my male coworkers and it's sometimes awkward when it's just us two for dinner because I have had like um, restaurants think that we're on a date before. Has that ever happened to you? See, that makes me so uncomfortable and I know like they're probably not thinking that you know, the the waitress or waiter doesn't, doesn't really care. But I always think about that too. And like, even with like the girl I went with, you know, this past week, I was like, I wonder if people think we're a couple. Like, and I'm like, oh my God, clearly like we're wearing business clothes. Like, oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, to your point actually of like being able to be more like willing or like open with your style after work hours. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a, I mean, as I, I've like met, her before but like we obviously you know bonded over this trip so yeah I was like wearing like yoga pants to dinner once I saw that she was wearing yoga pants on Monday it wasn't really a big deal um but I do have a suggestion for everyone listening um I would suggest bringing things that you can mix and match so like solid black pants navy plant pants um I always bring like my like a corporate like quarter zip or polo that's always Mm -hmm. a go-to um and again the layering so yeah and then like for dinner wise I yeah I bring another outfit but it's like very thin like whatever I could pack and fit yeah but yeah I don't know it's just so awkward because I have I've always been like oh I wonder if the waiter waitress thinks we're on a date and I I've been in situations where Or, or like, it's always awkward, too, because when they bring the bill and they're like, oh, are you guys together, you know? And it's, Mm -hmm. well, yeah, we are, but, like, not like that. Um, Or, like, I have this um, one coworker that I go on work trips with that he is always, like, we need to do something fun. Like, if we're not, like, once the work is over, let's always try to do something fun. So, like, this past work trip, we went and did, like, top golf, and it was just him and I. And Mm -hmm. I was like, they totally think we're on a date right now, even though we're just, like... Cause he's like a little bit younger. He's in his thirties. So I'm like, Oh my God. Like, I just don't want anybody to say, Oh, like such a cute couple. Cause that would be so awkward. I know. How would you even address that? Oh my God. I, I don't know what I would I do. would just like awkwardly laugh. <laughs> yeah. I think it helps though when they like, I don't know for you guys, if you have corporate cards, but like when they hand their corporate card and it says like the name of the company mm-hmm. on it, I think that helps for sure. Like, yeah ease any suspicions but uh I totally I totally think about that all the time too (laughs) yeah yeah so um I like what you said about mixing and matching with clothes so yeah I guess is there like a a checklist or anything that you use when you're packing to make sure you have everything covered or, or like major like pieces that you make sure you always bring on a work trip yeah, so I just bring solid pants. Like, I have patterned pants, but 
just the solid yeah solid works for me um i bring like one specific pair of shoes it's like the flats that i mentioned um and then i have these sweaters from zara that i love i i Ooh. maybe we can link them in the notes but they're like yeah. the same same cut same thing but it's just in, i have it in like all the colors um so i bring like a black um like i brought like a blue one this time because it kind of matched like my quarters for the company um but yeah uh-huh. so i grab one of those and then just a cardigan um it's usually i have like a black and white one that i use so like i kind of go with solid colors um mm-hmm. and i and i always pack like more than i need um so yes. that's why i want to emphasize to everyone pack like thin things like like the quarters that you can literally just roll up like super thin yeah for dinner like my long sleeve shirt just rolled it up you know it's like very simple stuff but how about you mm-hmm. yeah i also i will bring like one pair of blue jeans one pair of black jeans um I will and I know it depends on company but luckily my company pays for a checked bag so I am able to get away with packing a little bit more you know because I can use like a larger suitcase and don't have to necessarily always bring a carry-on but um now I just recently got two polos two women's Nike golf polos with my company logo on it so that's pretty sweet so I'll pretty much always be bringing those from now on and then if it's cold, I'll bring like a black quarter zip and a gray quarter zip. Um, I will bring like a loungy outfit, like a big t-shirt and athletic shorts to wear like while I'm in the hotel that aren't like pajamas, but like, you know, when you just are kind of in your off times if you don't have to be doing anything. Um, oh, and then another thing that I want to mention as a tip is if you can afford the space, bring a steamer if you can't afford the space there is this spray that you can get i don't know what the name of it is called but it's like the de-wrinkle spray and i have a travel size and i always bring that with to like try to de-wrinkle my shirts or you can use like the um hotel iron but because my clothes are always that's yeah that's a really good point that's a really good point so it's funny actually on my first trip with my coworker, he was like asking me he's like did you find the iron in the hotel i was like oh yeah it's like you know behind this closet and he's like, oh my yeah. god, I, I didn't see it. He's like, I just steamed up the shower. He's like, I just left my bed. Oh my gosh. Like it worked. I was like, oh, good. Yeah. But um, but like touching on this social like aspect of these workshops, I feel like even when business hours are done, you're still kind of on or you have to be on because mm-hmm. a, a large part of work in general in any position, not even just STEM, is, you know, how people like you and how you get along yeah. with others. Um, that's definitely what people, you know, unfortunately take into consideration when, you know, you get promotions and even my, you know, my manager has told me this too, just like a little tidbit. But, um, so like, I don't know, I would say, keep that in mind. There's definitely always a social aspect. So if -hmm. someone says, oh, let's go to dinner and you really, you know, really want to be, really want to be in your bed, totally understandable, but maybe consider going to that dinner, you know, you know, especially if it's with a new team or someone that you haven't really had too much contact with um yeah but I wanted to mention that for sure I totally agree with you on that and because I think a lot of work trips too are like um like building relationships with people and I I I totally agree with you if you are feeling like you're so tired and you just want to lay in bed I try to always say yes to everything on work trips so whether it's like someone asking me to go to dinner or um hey do you want to grab drinks when we get back from the plant whatever and I like what you mentioned about, like, make sure that even though it's not work hours or you're not at the plant, like, you're still professional because I have, like, definitely had work trips where we, like, get drinks and, like, get drunk, like, with each other, like, with our coworkers. And I always, some like, the first time that happened, I felt so awkward because I was like, I don't want to say something super stupid when I'm drunk or, like, come off and say something offensive. So that can also be something that's a little bit tricky, I feel like. Because you want to have fun and, like, say yes, but that's just, like, another thing to consider, I think. I haven't said anything, like, embarrassing yet, like, but I definitely have had a coworker get a little too drunk, and he, one time he was like, Libby, you're just, like, the most interesting person I've ever met. And I, like, (laughs) never let him live it down. I'm like, oh, you get to travel with the most interesting person. (sighs) That's so funny. Yeah, that's a good point, because also I think that's, nowadays a large part of company cultures is like the drinking Mm -hmm. part of it you know and it's hard to navigate especially like 
you don't want to feel left out or feel awkward like oh i'm not drinking or you also don't want to do something that you don't you know feel yeah, comfortable with so i always like i just stick with yeah i always stick with one Michelob ultra that's my go-to yes. like sometimes <laughs> they laugh they're like oh beer and i was like yeah i know i like it like i'm not gonna try these fancy cocktails like i just try to stay away from yeah them, you know and then just kind of make it as a joke like oh we're trying new food like you know i'll mm-hmm. just stick with something i know for the drink at least um so that's that's how I kind of try to play it. But yeah, that's definitely a big part of these work trips, unfortunately. Um, and it makes some people uncomfortable, but just laugh it off. Just be like, you know yeah. what? I want Diet Coke today. I've been craving it yeah. all day, you know? And, Another and thing most is, of the time like, they won't push you, you. And if you do get invited to these situations where like, like I have been invited to go get a drink at the bars after or um we'll have we call it pool beers me and this one account manager we love doing pool beers when we go on work trips together and we'll just like get a a 12 pack and sit by the pool after work um like always my tips are always bring water with you so i always bring a water bottle on a work trip and if you're going to one of these situations bring the water so that you can like obviously pace yourself and like make sure you aren't drinking too much um but also um have one drink less than you know what your limit is. So, like, for example, I know that after three beers, I get tipsy. So, like, by the fourth one, I'm feeling it. So, if I'm on a work trip, I will make sure to try to only have, like, two drinks or something because that's one less than the drink that I know would make me tipsy, if that makes sense. It's not very Wisconsin of you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, again, and, like, the beer thing, like, I literally got a comment once, like, they're like, oh, you're not doing a, co-, like, that's, they, they're, like, laughing that I was getting beer. I was like, I, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't expect that comment. I was like, okay, I don't know. Yeah. But, again, just handle it, like, you know, in a way, like, I don't know. Like, in that moment, we were getting, like, Indian food, so I was like, oh, well, I've never had Indian food, so might as well have mm-hmm. something I know, but I don't know. I guess maybe, like, always be ready, I don't know, for, like, a little comment. I know that's not something you want to be prepared for, but it's just easier yeah. if you have, like, a little little sly remark, like, you know, no big deal. I think I think it's funny, too, because um, I remember this one work trip, we went to a really fancy steakhouse, and we were, we had um, probably, like, seven or eight people from the customer joining in on this dinner, and... Everybody was ordering, like, really fancy cocktails, and it was kind of funny to see what people's go-to are. So, like, for example, my mentor that I've been mentioning with the three kids, he ordered, like, I don't know what type of liquor it was, but he ordered, like, liquor, for example, let's just say it's bourbon, just straight up. So he literally just got, like, a glass of liquor and was sipping on it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's, I feel like I did not expect you to order that. And, like, I think I just ordered a glass of wine because I was like, that's easy, like, predictable. Like, you know, I know I'm going to like it, whatever. But um, that's, like, another part of it. No, in regards to the, uh, like, work trip dinners, um... Have you ever been on a work trip where there is, like, a lot of people that you don't know and it feels like everybody's having conversation and you, like, don't really know how you can contribute or you're just kind of, like, sitting there quietly? Um, actually, yes. At my first job, we did, like, like a happy hour thing. And it was kind of also weird because it was COVID, like, prime time. So yeah. you had to be seated at these tables. So, like... Okay. It was just funny because, like, I had, like, one other person I knew, but we both were just, like, trying to mingle with the client, and it was just... Yeah. It was funny because we're, like, this is just... We want to go home. But um, yeah. but not too much other than that. Like, it's been smaller travel, but I okay. just remember that one because we were, like, seated awkwardly, and it was just funny because it was, like, we were looking from afar. It's like, oh, he's having yeah. fun. Like, <laughs> that table's having super fun. Like, lots of fun. <laughs> right. How about, how about you? Uh, um. So, my... The customers that I deal with, like, at these power plants typically are, like, middle-aged white men with, like, big beer bellies and mustaches. And, like, (laughs) just to give a visual, that's, like, the type of people I'm dealing with. Um, And so there's totally been times where we're sitting at a dinner and, like, I'm the only girl sitting at the dinner and I have nothing to contribute to the conversation. And there have been times where I, like, kind of feel awkward because sometimes you can tell people, some people will be I feel like nice and try to get me into the conversation and be like oh it's like what do you like to do in your personal time or whatever but a lot of times they're just like 
having a conversation that like I can't even contribute to or it's funny when it's older men and they're like oh so what college did you go to like you can clearly tell they don't have like anything to really talk to you about so I guess I'd say like if that happens to you don't feel awkward because it happens to everyone probably and like just it is just smile and wave smile and wave that's all yeah. that you can do to deal with yeah. it yeah and they they probably feel awkward too so yeah just, you know <laughs> just be polite and yeah. Try to make good small talk, I guess. But um, I think with that, we can probably wrap up this episode. I know we have a lot of other points that we want to touch on, but I would love to hear from you guys. If you like this style episode, I think we, we totally have more advice that we can share on work travel. What do you think, Lexi? A lot. I, could, I love talking about work travel. So, yeah, we can definitely do a part two. And then, yeah, maybe we can ask like spe- or answer like specific questions. That could mm-hmm. be good. Yeah. Do a little so, Q&A work stay travel tuned. style. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. We should do that. So stay tuned for that poll on Instagram. Yes. Yes, definitely. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, um, please be sure to give us a rating and review and share the podcast with your friends. Um, just to touch on it again, once we hit 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts, we will be giving away a $100 Visa gift card. So there's definitely an incentive there for you to leave us an awesome review. Okay, so you can find me at Engineer Lexi on Instagram and TikTok. We've been getting better with our content, I must say. Yes, we're still, we're still I making, noticed. We're still working. Thank I you. I like your content. I, I like the work trip content, all the TikToks. I have... I have some more coming out, but I like took videos separately. It's so hard to edit these. Like props to you. I was going to say like you get content <laughs> out like all the time. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll do it later. Like I was trying to do it on the plane. And then I was like embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, it's a lot I was, like trying to take a video of like the airplane. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to take a video of the airplane. I was like, I hope the person next to me isn't looking at me right now. Nobody sees. But um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that's then- where you can find me. And you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Libby B on the label. And then our, the podcast, if you want to follow the podcast is at my best friends and engineer on Instagram and TikTok. And BFE podcast on YouTube. All right. This was a good episode. Are we ready to close it out and hopefully say our outro together? I think so. I hope the lag doesn't mess us up if there is one. I know. We'll There's blame it on the lag. lag when we do this. Yeah, we just always blame I know, I'm, the lag. I'm, yeah, I think I'm going to connect to my phone next time. We'll see. I feel like it's my Wi-Fi messing Maybe. us up. We'll but, see. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm All right. Libby. And I'm Lexi. And thanks for, and thanks listening, for listening to my, to my best, best friends, friends and engineer. And engineer. Oh God! I can t- totally hear my I can totally hear my echo in the back of your mic. I, I was like, oh God! <laughs> I was trying to like wait for a cue, but oh well, we'll get it next time. Oh, no, no cue, no cue, just. <laughs>